Hey everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Well Said, the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill's new podcast, where we talk with students, faculty, and staff about what's going on on campus and around the world. And today we're talking with Director of Athletics, Bubba Cunningham. As the athletics director, you're really the number one guy behind all of Carolina's 28 teams, but you really let the student athletes and the coaches do their thing, and for the most part, you stay out of the spotlight. So we're going to start with the big question here. Where did the nickname Bubba come from? Well, you know, I was a short, fat little kid, and my sisters couldn't say brother, and so it stuck. But I still have aunts and uncles that will call me brother from time to time. You know, and it was in Michigan. It wasn't like it was a southern thing. And so for some reason, Bubba stuck. I have the same first name as my dad. My first name is Larry or Lawrence, and it kept us apart. And my middle name is Richard. And I really didn't want to be Richie Cunningham in the, in the peak of happy days. And so I just stayed with Bubba. And fortunately, I work in athletics. And it's not the greatest nickname to ever have, but at least it's okay in intercollegiate athletics. So have you always been interested in sports? Like, were you one of those multi-sport kids growing up? Yeah. Yeah, I, I played all sports when I was growing up. So we lived in Michigan. My dad was an elementary school principal. My mom was a teacher. And he just got tired of the cold weather. And so uh, he looked at Boca, Naples, and Phoenix and picked Naples. So back in the late 60s, we moved down to Naples, Florida, small fishing village. And that was the beauty of growing up in a small town is you could play a lot of sports. So I played every sport growing up in high school. I played football, basketball, baseball, golf, soccer. And, you know, some were club, some were interscholastic. And just had a great time playing them all. Still love playing every sport. If there's some kind of eye-hand coordination involved, I like playing it. What was your favorite sport as a kid? Oh, my number one sport was basketball. I wanted to play basketball in college and uh, thought about going to a couple of different schools and trying to play. Uh, But then when it came down to actually making a choice on schools, uh, it came down to Wake Forest and Notre Dame and ended up going to Notre Dame and didn't think I could play basketball at that level. And believe it or not, I actually went to Notre Dame as a soccer recruit and ended up decided not to go out for the soccer team, ended up going out for the golf team. And didn't make it freshman year, didn't make it sophomore year, and really didn't make it junior year, but I cried in the coach's office and he put me on the team. And so that was my one year. I played in one JV golf match, did terrible, but... um, that was the intercollegiate experience. So senior year, I tried out for the team. Halfway through, decided that I was going to take a job instead. So I ended up taking a job instead of playing golf in, the, uh, in my senior year. So I was only on the team one year. So you were really an athlete the entire time growing up. At what point did you decide that maybe moving into sports administration was the way for you to go? Well, I've loved sports. You know, I remember talking to my parents about, you know, what kind of career I wanted to get into. I was good in math, so they thought, well, business or accounting would make sense. They thought about, you know, maybe you could be a baseball statistician or something. And I went into public accounting when I got out of college. I didn't have a a sports administration desire at that point. Went into public accounting in Atlanta and thought, you know, this would be a great career. And it didn't fit me. And so I got out of that and um, got into higher education and then switched into the athletic department. So you got your start down there at Notre Dame and then went on to Ball State and Tulsa as the athletics director before eventually coming to Carolina. Is it a steep learning curve to becoming the main guy for an athletics department? Yeah, it is. It is a very steep learning curve. I've been really fortunate. I've worked with great people at wonderful institutions. I worked at two public, two private, 
too national, too regional, and they are similar in many ways and vastly different in other ways. And, but the commonality in all of them are the student-athletes. The student-athletes, then you have coaches, faculty members, staff members, and it's just a, it's inspiring to be with coaches and kids on a regular basis. They all have high ambition. They're all enthusiastic. They all see the glass half full. They look about, they look to things that they can do, look to the future very optimistically. So it, it's been wonderful. And, um, but the sports, you know, it's competition. It's about preparation, competition. It's about commitment, dedication, and trying to balance all of that while you're getting a great education. And so it, it's been great. You know, Carolina, as, you know, one of the best public universities in the country with a large program, is absolutely outstanding and striving to be the best in everything we do. We want to be the best in every sport that we offer. We also want to be the best institutionally with cancer research, our hospital, our nanotechnology. Everything we do at the institution is about being the best. And that's what this community thrives on. And I just feel really fortunate to be a part of it. And I think that goal of being the best at everything that you just mentioned is really on full display right now. I mean, you have the men's basketball team fighting for a national title, and they're being led by Marcus Page, who's an academic All-American. And speaking of the NCAA tournament, I mean, I think we would really be ignoring the biggest buzz around campus if we didn't talk about March Madness a little bit today. The excitement is really everywhere. You have people filling out brackets who have never watched college basketball before, and you have people watching every single game on TV right now. As an athletics director, do you get caught up in all this excitement yourself? Certainly. You know, the excitement of the tournaments, whether it's the NCAA tournament, the ACC tournament, college football playoff, the ACC championship football game, you know, the athletics just brings a sense of community. And people gather to support their institution, their alma mater, and it's exciting. And, you know, if you don't get excited about it, you know, you don't, you shouldn't be on a college campus because there are so many wonderful things that happen on a campus. And that, that's one that's very public, that is very unifying, and it is exciting. It's exciting to see students who participate in sport come together and play with their enthusiasm and their passion. And it's exciting to see students that are friends of theirs, classmates of theirs, that come together in the student union and enjoy the celebration and the competition and camaraderie. It is really what your college experience is all about. So what's been your favorite memory of the NCAA tournament? Oh, gosh. You know, there's just so many great memories of the tournament. You know, I worked for a long time in the state of Indiana, went to some Final Fours in Indianapolis. I was fortunate enough to be in St. Louis when Carolina won the championship. I was at the semifinal game in Detroit when Carolina beat Villanova to advance to the championship game. You know, there's just there's so many exciting moments in, in college athletics And you really have to be thankful for those opportunities to work at a university and to see that kind of excitement and that kind of passion. You know, between the Cinderella stories that happened during the basketball tournament to just the impact that you know you're making on students' lives and the enthusiasm and the support that the community has for its teams and for its institution. That's what is really important to me. I started my career in higher education not in athletics, actually started in an alumni association. And I think that helped me really understand the value of athletics and its contribution to the university. Not necessarily for the athletic reason, 
Well, for the institutional reason. And that sense of pride, that sense of community, that sense of belonging, the sense of connectedness is something that I learned through visiting alumni chapters all over the country and visiting with alumni. So the transition into athletics has allowed me to think about how does the athletic department align itself with the rest of the institution so that we're representative of the pride, the tradition, the integrity, the character of the institution through our athletic program. Because frequently that's the way people view the institution because there's not a lot of view to our academic success and our academic achievement because, you know, those events don't get televised or covered nearly as much as our athletic programs. So the coaches and the students that represent us represent the institution. And I think that's important for us to always keep in mind. And then the tournaments are the times that that really shows through. And that's the time when the institutional message is communicated to the public. And I think that's why it's so exciting to be a part of it, to recognize that the kids are having a great time participating. The alumni and the fans are having a great time watching it. It's just a time to celebrate success. Like you said, I mean, the excitement around March Madness really reaches the student athletes competing, the students, and then the alumni as well. You're a Notre Dame grad. This time of year, do you get excited for Notre Dame athletics? I mean, is there a Fighting Irish t-shirt underneath that Carolina blue? No, I have Carolina blue all the way. I have a son who's a senior here, and he's had a great experience. You know, I'd have to have four shirts underneath my Carolina shirt. One of my fondest memories of being an AD is when we went to Notre Dame when I was the AD at Tulsa and beat them in football, 28-27, an interception in the end zone at the end of the game. It was absolutely fantastic. When you're competitive, you want to win. And certainly you enjoy friendships. And I have friends like all of us do. It's a small industry. And, and so you have friends all over the place. But when, you, when, you know, when the whistle blows, it's all about competition. And you don't have any regard for who your opponent is at that point. All you do is you want to win. A lot has changed in college athletics since you first got started back in the 80s at Notre Dame. You know, what do you think about some of the changes that are going on in college athletics right now? You know, I think some of it is absolutely terrific that it is changing for the better. There's some other things I think that's probably not so good, and I think we re- need to reevaluate our values. You know, where I think we're better, I think we're far better in our training, in our nutrition, in our academic advising, in our facilities. I think that there are a lot of student-athlete benefits that we have given to students in the last 20 years that have really made it easier for them to compete at the highest level. But there's also some things we've taken away. We've taken away an awful lot of time. We've taken away the ability to play multiple sports. We've taken away some of their ability to major in certain things, some of the ability to take classes that they want to take. And we've, we, there's always that trade-off. And so some of that is things I think we need to really think about. You know, what do we want the intercollegiate athletic experience to look like? Because what is happening is we continue to look in intercollegiate athletics at the pro model and say, you know, if they're doing this at the professional level, we could apply some of that at the collegiate model, and that would really be helpful for our students. Well, it would, but it comes at a cost. Because as we're trying to get, as we recruit younger and younger, and we talk about students wanting to compete at the highest level, that trickles down. And so at the same time, we're competing at a very high level in intercollegiate athletics. We're recruiting younger and younger. We have a lot of students participating in high school sports. We have a lot competing in AAU sports. But we also, at the same time, we have over-specialization at a younger age. 
We have more injuries through over-specialization at a young age. And we have the, the largest amount of, we have the greatest obesity rate in the history of the country. So I think, unfortunately, we have some kids that are dropping out of sport because they can't attain the goals of playing in college or playing professionally, yet we need them to continue to be active and to participate in recreation activities. So what we're doing in intercollegiate athletics is kind of modeling the pro model, which I don't think is necessarily what we're all about. But the commercialism and the revenue associated with it has caused some conflict for us. And so I think we really need to think about some value-based revenue models that really talk about broad-based programming, talk about providing scholarships for kids to come to college, providing opportunities for kids to participate in sport. You know, our conference affiliations have been terrific, particularly for football and basketball, and it's generated a lot of money. So when I think about the good, you generate more money, that should be creating more opportunities. But I don't see a lot of more opportunities created by the new revenue, and I think we should pay attention to that. Because I think as our revenue goes up, we should continue to strive for more kids to participate in sport. And I think we should really think about and recognize our role in intercollegiate athletics with, for the health and welfare of students playing at the high school level and younger. And I think we have some responsibility to try to get that message out and try to change some behavior that is not good for the student or good for the country. Speaking about Carolina specifically, you know, what do you see on the horizon here? What do you see the future being for Carolina athletics? Well, like everyone, I, I think the, the future of Carolina athletics is as bright as it's ever been. You know, we're highly competitive in 28 teams, football and basketball. You know, this year we had 22 wins between football and basketball just in conference play, more than anybody else in the league. Um, all of our programs are virtually ranked in the top 10. Our ambition as a department is to be top three in the conference, top 10 in the nation in every sport that we have. Um, I continue to support all of our teams at the highest level, continue to support the kids at the highest level to compete. I'd love for our students to continue to play on national teams, to participate in the Olympics, um, and, and that's our ambition. And I think we're going to do everything we can to make sure that they can compete at the highest level because we know they're already competing at the highest level academically. And we want to be able to continue to offer both those opportunities. There's only a few schools in the country that can do that. You know, it's, it's great being in the same breath as Stanford and Michigan and some of the best schools that try to compete in both. And uh, Carolina is one of them. So go check out GoHeels.com to keep up with all of Carolina's teams. And check back here at unc.edu next Wednesday for another episode of Well Said. <laughs>